0: All right, motherfuckers, the time is here. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It is officially holiday season, which means, as it does every year, that it's time to talk about supporting yourself, safely supporting the people around you without falling into fucking fawning, and surviving the most family-filled time of year for many of us, aka, you know it, the most mentally and emotionally distressing time of year for many of us, which has the ability to fuck us up for months straight and drastically impact our transition into the new year, as if seasonal affective disorder was not enough. Yeah, um, I hate it, and I don't want anyone to go through it alone. So. Friends, fuckers, my chosen family. This year I have three, count 'em, three posts for you, motherfucks, in the spirit of the season. Note, I am still counting them because this thirsty third came as a true last-minute surprise to all of us. That surprise post, uh, you'll find it right here. You're listening to it right now. So you nailed it. Basically, it seemed too important not to discuss what self abandonment really is. What it feels like, how you know when you're doing it and how to combat it. So I made a show about it on roughly um, Tuesday of this week. The other two Spanxgiving shows are available also for free to everyone on my Patreon page, because I don't want anyone to be left out in the cold. So one of those episodes is a longish review based set of nonviolent communication reminders about how to care for yourself despite the social pressure maintain or improve relationships despite the stress and hopefully start teaching people around you to care for themselves too despite all the complex drama the other one is a shorter piece on the damning nature of the word gratitude and how it becomes ineffectual and meaningless after we've been instructed to falsely force ourselves to Be thankful things weren't worse for so many decades of life so far. Uh, trauma problems. So you will find both of those episodes available at patreon.com slash traumatized motherfuckers for free, no subscription needed, no catch, along with all of the other holiday episodes that have been released in the past few years. We have previously talked about family dynamics, gray rockin' it, and a bounty of other survival strategies to set you up for calm, confident success. You can use the search bar on Patreon to find those. Just enter holiday and it should bring them right up. Or if you do subscribe, you know, Marcus Barkus and I would be very grateful for the support mutuality then you can skip all that and just access the surviving holiday collection where all of this is gathered up for you already. Again, that's patreon.com slash motherfuckers. Get your free shows. But no matter what you are doing this holiday season to prepare for what might feel like a battle or a full-blown world war, just be sure of one thing, fucker that you don't abandon your goddamn self. And with that, happy fucking indigenous genocide day. (sighs) Yeah, I'm not actually celebrating it, but if you are, I don't know, let's get into the show just in case you gotta. And with that, cheers, enjoy, and I'll see you in all the freebies. Hey fuckers! Um, surprise third episode time. Yeah, it's surprise third episode time. Uh, after sitting with all of my thoughts, I realized, yeah, I don't know, those other two conversations are fine. They're timely, they're reflective of what we've been discussing. But this whole holiday preparation via needs fulfillment talk, really comes back to one thing. Not fucking abandoning ourselves when we feel the weight of expectation on our backs. Not abandoning ourselves when we feel expectation on our backs. And I thought it would probably be helpful to define what self abandonment is in a way where you could actually identify when you are doing it. And to, to discuss what self abandonment isn't. So you have some idea of what to do. Yeah. Because if you are like me, those words have never really meant anything before. Right? Don't abandon myself. Okay. Well, I can't fully leave me behind. And that's actually a majority of my sorrows on earth. So, uh, what do you mean? Well, let me tell you, and let's keep this simple since I am already in overtime hours this week and the past several weeks, but here's how I see it. When I said, this is how I see it, it actually would be more accurate to say, this is how I feel it. It is a sensory based experience, not a thought based one to be with yourself. And that's the first point to drill into our heads. You can't think your way to being with you, to having access to your fullest, highest self. You can only think your way to connecting further with your ego. And that is not what helps most of us in our trying moments. So let's rethink and refeel this self-connection talk. Now, self-abandonment is when you lose the connection with the feeling inside of your body that says, this is me. And instead, you take on the energy of the situation you're in or the people who you are with. I'm going to say that again. Self-abandonment is when you lose the connection with the feeling inside of your own body that self-recognizes. It says, this is me. And instead you take on the energy of the situation you're in or of the people with whom you are engaged with. So generally for me, this happens in a way that feels required. Like it's mandatory to make a rapid switch into a different energetic, emotional, and or attentional state. Usually all three, whether or not that's a true assessment, it feels required. It seems necessary. So then you abandon yourself when you switch from operating from your core where your experiential truth, your core beliefs, values, wants, needs, preferences, and natural pacing exist in the state of knowing that you can feel physically or spiritually. And instead you end up operating from your head where all the fucking programming exists that's been dictated by others All of the survival compulsions and all of the emotions that are created by those programs and memories of past survival events. And in that moment, as you switch from a central connection to your body that taps you into a sensation of utter recognition and relaxation into a state of mental figuring reacting and preemptive behaving. That is when you lose yourself. You abandon yourself. You lose access to noticing your own inner events, such as your emotions and needs. You forget what's important for you and instead start living based on what's perceived to be important for external reasons. Are, are you with me so far? Can you feel that shift or imagine it? Like there's a calm, clear, for me rather slow and contented energy in my trunk. That's me, that's how I feel when I'm me. (laughs) And that can be instantaneously replaced by confused, scattered, anxious, or depressed grinding energy that comes flowing down from my brain into my chest, As a byproduct of having sensory organs and unhealthy patterning in my head, which dictates that that must happen. So for example, you wake up one morning feeling great. You lie in bed, enjoying that half awake state where everything feels right. Your world feels right. You know what you need to do in order for you to feel right for even longer to extend this feeling. And then you realize what day it is. Ah fuck, there's holiday expectations served up on the table today. Time to get moving. The outside world is detected in the brain. The brain flips into, what do we need to do about this mode? And the sense of being embodied within yourself exits the building immediately as you start scrambling, or get so bogged down in a cloud of depression that washes over you as you're driven into insta-exhausted defeat. Can you, uh, can you feel that? Have you felt that before? That is the switch from being with yourself to abandoning yourself in order to dance for the world. Either way, whether you have consciously felt this or not, Let's get more granular. What is the feeling of being with you, yourself, before you ditch it? Let's really clarify that. So that is the feeling of comfort, familiarity, and this absolute ease. You are not straining. You are not overanalyzing. You are not pushing yourself into any variety of distress. You aren't policing your own internal or external world according to the laws, rules, needs, or expectations of others. You are just with you aware of what is happening in your biological, cognitive and spiritual worlds, operating in accordance with those facts and ideals without stressing about it without striving, without even trying. You have this knowledge internally in your core. You are tapping into it and you're able to mobilize your actions around it without any stress, without anxiety, without pushing yourself past any limits. You might even notice that you don't seem to have limits the things that normally really drive you to the point of exhaustion or irritability just aren't doing it anymore you have near endless energy because you aren't exhausting yourself because you're living without effort because you are just executing the actions that are already resonantly flowing from within you inherently So your behaviors become an extension of the feeling of self within your body. There's the natural vibration of all of your internal activities. The frequency of your thoughts, emotions and general outlook on life. And there's their ability to become materialized by your actions. When you're allowing yourself to return to this innate internal resting state you can slip back into this self homeostasis where you just feel you. Everything that you want, you need, enjoy, love, it's all at your fingertips, in your mind and effortlessly within your awareness coming from a well within your body. You probably know this feeling fucker, but It may have been months or years since you have actually had it since you've held it for any amount of time, because modern adult living doesn't allow most of us to be with ourselves. And if you're running a trauma brain, it is nearly impossible. Most of the time. I'll, I'll just tell you. So to remember the feeling of being with yourself, rather than the more familiar daily sensation of abandoning yourself in order to start tap dancing like a little monkey. Recall a time in your life. For me, it's younger times when I was allowed to be by myself in a relaxed state. If I was being quiet, nobody bothered me too much. When you could still feel you inside with calm, comfort, when you really enjoyed life because it was just you vibing and everything that happened around you, happened because of your vibing. You might also consider it's the feeling of when you're able to be with yourself now as an adult in a calm, content way, but not because you are distracted, inebriated or disassociating from reality because you are resonating with yourself in the way that you feel. You feel something and you actually echo that feeling. You kind of put it on a repeater so that that signal gets more and more strong. And it is this delicious, empowering, homecoming experience. I can feel it. Can you feel it? For me, it's this like grounded and slow energy, but it also has these fun sparkly bits like little jumps of joy and excitement. A deep sense of love prevails. It really is something else completely removed from how I normally automatically feel if I let the world and my brain have their ways with me. So consider how you felt before the world got so involved. Remember the times of being in a flow state as a child, engaging in a creative process, laying in bed in the morning with no pressure to get up, curling up with a good book that you're purely stoked to start reading, making a goddamn blanket for it and having the best day creating imaginary tales in it, or having several days off of school and jack shit to do, besides whatever you want to do. Or, you know, maybe just how you feel about animals, even to this day. Whatever it is that gives you a sense of peace, control, and ease in life, in a way where you lose concern about everything else that is happening all around you, on both immediate and global scales. Remember some instances of that. Remember the feeling of that from your organs upwards and try to tap in. Can you recall times when you felt yourself in a positive, chilled out, depressured way? And can you imagine or recollect how that felt inside of your guts and then flowed outwards into the rest of your meat suit? that is the feeling of being with you not abandoning you being aware of what is happening inside of you and responding to it rather than being aware of what is happening external to you and dictating your whole life around it operating life based on your needs the rhythm of your own body and mental activities your emotional processing speed and your values, not the needs of people around you, the pace of this horrific world we live in where technology has fucked all of us with expectations of immediacy or the values of others slash traditions that are both extremely outdated and propagandized. Can you feel the difference between those things? Can you remember the vibration of yourself before everything got so convoluted and difficult. And can you make it a point to tap into that feeling, especially when the convoluted and difficult factors that are around you now are pressuring you not to, to abandon that feeling and instead retreat to your head so you can do what's gotta be done. Here's another way to put it. Importance comes from your guts, urgency comes from your head. When we're not abandoning ourselves, we're operating based on what is important to us in our guts. That's where we know things rather than thinking things. When we fall into self abandonment, we've been convinced to run our shit based on what is urgent for others, which is stored in our brains in our thinking and thoughts. We go into heady places or bodily instinctive places where we're running on some form of survival mandations. Even if the situation is not life risky, we feel like it is. Our brain has been taught that it is. And therefore, whatever we're really wanting, thinking, feeling, valuing, intending, or needing, is no longer within our grasp as we tumble into reactive behaviors and fumble our way around trying to stay alive so once our learned reactions to stress take over which are in our brains we have lost ourselves we have left ourselves behind to try to avoid the punishment that we have learned to fear in the past and that is where everything goes sideways That's where we collect and create more trauma. We have no idea how to care for ourselves or even to begin to recognize what we need. We lose our emotional management skills. We cannot tap into broader and wiser perspectives on situations or relationships because we're too trapped in our panicked heads about them and trying to do the right thing, according to everyone else. So this whole discussion of caring for ourselves in order to be better social animals, it comes down to one necessity. We have to stay with us in order to do it. The moment when we leave our bodies, flip into our brainy programs or start reacting rather than responding from our internal wholeness is the moment that we lose it. When we put others first, we live by the anticipation of negative events, or we just try to get shit done so it will be over with. We leave ourselves in the dust and then everything else crumbles. We lose track of where we were and where we were headed. We lose sight of our needs and our capacities to fulfill them. We lose progress in our personal and interpersonal interactions as we fall back into non-native, let's just go ahead and call them invasive, patterns of behaviors and thoughts that were introduced to our self-environments by others many years ago. When we lose ourselves, We are suddenly consumed by getting tasks done based on their perceived necessity. We are anxious and aggressive due to the circumstances around us. Volatility takes a big uptick. We are filled with concerns that have been impressed upon us rather than concerns that are emanating from inside of us. And therefore it becomes dangerous because it leaves us untethered undocked from ourselves our fullest perspectives best intentions and ability to manage our actions we end up being tiny boats tossed around on tumultuous waters we cannot study ourselves we can't make our best decisions we can't clearly see where we're going or decide how our actions will add up to get us to our final destination We lose access to our most evolved thoughts and behaviors. We act in ways that are inauthentic to us and are therefore forced. Meaning we don't feel us anymore. We don't feel like us and we don't actually sense us anymore. You can't connect with that you vibe on the inside. Therefore big problem you don't know what is you and what isn't true to you and thus it's extremely easy to get off course for people in circumstances to get your goat to goad you on to get the best of you to throw you off your game to convince you to discard you and instead to work for them Even if you genuinely went into the situation aiming for better. Once the internal pressure takes over, sorry, once the external pressure takes over, gets a hold of your brain and convinces you to ditch how you resonate internally, opting instead for matching the frequency of the day, the humans around you, or the shitty traffic that you were just in, it's all a lost game. To be the best you, you need to take care of you. To take care of you, you need to be in communication with you on a feeling basis. But instead, it is a lot easier for our brains to just take over, to communicate with themselves endlessly about all their fears and anxieties and to leave us adrift Disconnected from ourselves, our bodies, and therefore, loose cannons. So, my fuckers, the real challenge this holiday is to stay with your own internal vibration. To gather the knowledge that is contained inside. This is where you'll find effortless answers about what you need and how to nourish yourself and to stay in resonance with that frequency through behaviors that match the energy that is indicative of who you are. Meanwhile, you can watch your whole family not do that. (laughs) They're already probably pretty brain bound all the time. And on this day, I bet they are more disconnected from their real feelings, wants, needs and values than ever and see how uh, both groups fare. One, miserable. One, feeling full of life, light, and vitality. That one's you. As long as you stay with yourself, you can stay chill. You can do what you really need. Therefore, you'll build up your capacity for dealing with bullshit, which builds up your capacity for staying with yourself even more strongly. It's a powerful and energizing vicious cycle. On the other hand, how do you know when you are falling out of connection with yourself when you're moving towards self-abandonment? Well, you will feel it. A non-native vibe will enter the meat suit. It will probably feel tense, anxious, angry, agitated, forceful, non-negotiable, fearful. And that is the feeling of your brain noticing a threat or an external pressure and reacting, pulling you away from yourself and into urgent brain territory. When you start to abandon yourself, it will not be full of ease, comfort, warmth, clarity or familiarity. You won't be able to ground down into your core. You will not feel like you are in charge of your own pacing. Your bodily relationship will be fraught or non-existent, and that is the cue to get back to yourself. Exit the situation that you're in. Find a calm, quiet, peaceful place to go. Do something that reminds you of you, the real you. Like listening to a song you love that your family hates, looking at a picture of you that your family hates, or singing and dancing like an idiot like your family will never see because they are full of hate. Close your eyes. Feel into your feet. Use your out-breath strategically. Use brain-spotting as necessary. Talk to some parts, if they are part of this push to abandon yourself. P.S. They are. And try to feel the you in your body The feeling of being younger in some fleeting moments of peace before the world started dictating that you dropped everything you wanted, needed, or cared about in order to perform for others. It is hard, but you can do it. And when you do, you won't have to guess about what your motherfucking needs are or how to meet them. Your emotions will be clear and easy to communicate. Your perspectives on your fucked-up family and their insistence of gratitude will not be dismaying from down in the trauma weeds. But rather, you'll be looking down on them from a lifelong perspective where you can clearly identify what is your truth and what is the shitty instruction manual someone handed you decades ago. This is how you'll survive this Thanksgiving, Christmas, And every other holiday without so much strain. It can be kind of easy if you can let yourself be with you. And that's what it really comes down to releasing control convincing your manager parts, or your reasonable brain, or your hardest learned lessons, or survival programs, that you are permitted, nay, required, to stop being stressed, to stop being vigilant, to stop serving everyone around you by being who they need you to be, and instead, letting go of control internally based on what you're sensing externally, so that you can find that pot of gold internally. Your authentic frequency and innate wisdom. Be with what is important. That comes from the guts. Not with what is urgent. That comes from your freaked out head and all of the horror filled messages funneling into it. And don't abandon yourself this holiday. It'll make everything else that we have been discussing, well, so easy that we never really needed to discuss it at all. So, with that I say, happy unexpected third Spanxgiving special. And as I've said before, this show actually isn't necessary. All we really need to do is learn how to feel ourselves again after many years of being told we were not allowed to. But, uh, I don't know, I guess we can keep practicing doing it together. And for that, hey, again, I am authentically grateful for something. Hail yourself this holiday, fucker. Don't abandon your fucking self. That means feel how you feel on the inside, Expand the energy by engaging in activities that easefully resonate with it. Let that be your guide, moment by moment by moment. And don't let go of that self-connection, no matter how others push you to care more about your external duties. Do what is important from the guts, not what is urgent from the head this holiday season. And, uh, cheers y'all. Now go get that gravy. I will talk to you next week, one holiday down and so many new family and self insights gathered from it. Talk to you then. Take care of you and cheers y'all. You think controlling moments We can't do anything We're fucking jokers We're winning when you blink controlling moments Now see with things are Jack, 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 are you still recording for me?